the biggest mistakes investors make do you want to know what those mistakes are so that you can avoid them and become smart with your money well then hang on till the end of this episode because that's exactly what i am going to talk about in this episode so let's get into it Welcome to episode 43 of the Rohit Radio Show. This is your host Rohit and I help people achieve the freedom of time, the freedom of money and the freedom of location so that they can spend more time with their family, travel more and live a more real and a fulfilling life. In this episode, I want to discuss about all the mistakes that investors are making which are very obvious to me. I want to share this with you so that you can avoid a lot of financial pain by not making these mistakes. But before we get into that, I want to invite you to come and attend my free Financial Freedom Masterclass in which I teach people how to escape the 9 to 5 rat race in less than 5 years. The Masterclass is 100% online. It is free. When you sign up, you get your login details and you have lifetime access to it. So go ahead and claim your lifetime access to this Masterclass. I will put the link in the description box below. This Masterclass will help you get started on your journey towards your goal of financial independence. Now, just to give you some context here, when it comes to any kind of an investment, your ultimate goal must always be to become financially free. Any investment that does not help you achieve that goal must not be made at all. And financial freedom comes when your total monthly passive income either equals or exceeds your total monthly expense. That is an equation which can change your life and your investments must lead you to that specific result. Alright, coming back to our topic, here are 21 mistakes that I have identified that investors regularly make. Just avoid these mistakes and you will do financially in the long run. Number one, most people rush to buy whenever there is an IPO, an initial public offering. People do not understand that an IPO is a great time to exit a company, not enter a company. Do you know that even before a company comes up with an IPO, it has been in business for a long time before it has decided to come up with an IPO. So please understand that there are a lot of private investors in the company who are waiting to exit the company through this particular IPO. So there are a lot of people who stand to make money whenever there is an IPO and these are the smart people. These are the people with smart money. These, these are the people with lots of money. So if smart people and the smart money is using an IPO to exit a company, why would you use an IPO to enter a company? The reason why I see people entering an IPO and rushing to buy shares of the company is because they want to make a quick buck. Now that's not a good strategy. That is not a long-term investment strategy that can help you achieve the goal of financial freedom in your life. Just because a company comes up with an IPO doesn't mean that you have to go out and buy. Moreover, there is a risk associated with any IPO. Who knows whether the company will succeed in the future or not. And these days, you have loss-making companies coming up with an IPO to raise money from the markets. 
well that's a risky investment strategy moreover as per regulations every company that comes up with an ipo has to release a prospectus which discusses about the previous history of the company my question is how many people who are rushing to buy the ipo have actually read this prospectus and even if they have read this prospectus what is the guarantee that they have understood what is written in that prospectus that is the problem here that we need to understand so this is one of the biggest mistakes i see investors are making they rush to buy an ipo don't do that you don't need an ipo to become financially free it is way too risky if you do not understand that world properly smart people use an ipo to exit a company and make money whereas stupid investors use an ipo to buy the shares of the company on the first day that it goes public hoping that they will make more money in the future number 2 most investors invest as individuals not as business owners now this is a very interesting point to understand whenever people buy a stock in the stock market they are buying it in their own individual name they are not buying it through their company this is happening with most people who are investing in the stock market however if you look at the richest people in the world they don't own anything but they control everything if you look at warren buffett almost all of his wealth is tied to his firm berkshire hathaway almost all of the stocks that he owns are owned through his company berkshire hathaway he hardly owns any stocks in his own individual name and even if he owns them the proportion of those stocks is very very low compared to the stake that he has in his company berkshire hathaway so my question to you is this if the richest people in the world are investing through an entity or through their companies why are you investing as an individual there is also a risk attached to this if there is any claim on your personal assets or income due to some unavoidable reason your assets and income are at stake however if you own your stocks or assets in the name of your company then those assets belong to a separate legal entity those assets do not belong to you so if someone has a personal claim on you they cannot have a claim on your assets which are sitting in a separate legal entity so this is also a way to protect your assets most investors do not understand this when they see a stock that they like they go out there and they buy the stock as an individual whereas smart investors don't do that usually they have a company which they own and it is the company that is making all their investments on their behalf i personally invest through my companies i have a couple of companies that i own and whatever stocks i have are owned by my companies they are not owned by me personally number 3 most investors are investing in the market because they see that their neighbors or their office peers are making money in the market so these people have a fear of missing out that's a bad strategy just because your neighbors are making money in the market doesn't mean that you go out and risk your money in the market also what is the guarantee that your neighbor is really making money in the market people do not disclose their true financials what if i tell you that i am making money in the market 
when I'm actually losing money in the market right now. How are you going to know about that? Another point is, even if your neighbor is actually making money in the market, that does not necessarily mean that you have to invest your money in the market. Your neighbor has a different financial situation than what you have. For example, if your neighbor has $10,000 to invest and if he or she loses $10,000, probably it would not, would not make much difference for that person because it is a very small proportion of their overall assets. Maybe they got it from inheritance. However, if you are investing $10,000 and if it constitutes a significant portion of your liquid assets, then it doesn't make sense for you to take a huge risk with your money. So different people have different financial situations and different financial situations call for different investment plans and strategies. So just because others are investing and making money doesn't mean that we have to go and do the same. We can have our own plan and we can invest according to our plan to achieve our goal of financial freedom. And by the way, financial freedom comes when your total monthly passive income either equals or exceeds your total monthly expense. That is the equation that we want to focus on. It doesn't matter whether your neighbors or your office peers or anyone is investing in the market or not. What matters is, are you taking action in your life which is moving you towards this particular equation? Number four, most investors don't do proper due diligence whenever they are making any kind of an investment. Now here we need to understand that some people may not have the expertise to do the due diligence that is required to be done before an investment is made. So if you don't have expertise on how to do due diligence on a particular investment, you are better off not making that investment because you don't understand what you are doing. The basic rule of investing is this. Never invest in something that you do not understand. So please do a proper due diligence or try to acquire skills which will help you do proper due diligence on any kind of investment that you are trying to make, not just stocks. Another problem I see is that some people do some basic and some casual due diligence and they feel that they have understood the investment and then they go ahead and then they make the investment and then they end up losing money because their due diligence was very uh, superficial. Don't fall into that trap. If you are investing in something, make sure that you understand what you are doing. Number five, most investors do not invest for financial freedom. Now, there is a big difference between investing for financial freedom and investing for wealth creation. Financial freedom, as I said, comes when your total monthly passive income either equals or exceeds your total monthly expense. And wealth creation is about putting money into something and expecting that money to start to grow in value. Financial freedom focuses on cash flow, whereas wealth creation focuses on capital gains. The richest people in the world invest for cash flow. They do not invest for capital gains. To give you an example of capital gains, let's say you buy a stock for $100 and then the stock goes to $200. You just made $100 worth of capital gains. But to make that $100, you will have to sell that asset. That's the problem with capital gains. However, when it comes to cash flow investments, 
you can buy an asset and keep earning cash flow from that asset in perpetuity and not only will you earn cash flow for yourself but your next generation and the generation after that will keep earning cash flow because you and your family now control that particular asset that's what i mean by investing for financial freedom most investors don't do this because they want to make quick money they want to make a quick buck they are not thinking long term they are not thinking in terms of creating intergenerational wealth they are not thinking in terms of creating assets for the family which can generate real monthly cash flow every single month Mo- number 6 most investors invest without a plan or a strategy now this is a very important point that i learned from my mentor robert kiyosaki see whatever investment that we make it is simply a vehicle that takes us from point a to point b so for example if i am buying a stock that investment must help me achieve a certain kind of a goal which means i need to have a goal and i need to have a plan to, to achieve that goal i need to have a strategy so whatever investments i am making that is just a way or a means to hit the goal the question is what is the plan how much money am i going to invest every month how much cash flow am i expecting to come to me every month what is my financial freedom goal how much passive income do i want am i investing for cash flow or am i investing for capital gains these are the questions that we must ask ourselves when we are formulating a plan or an investment strategy most investors don't do this they invest haphazardly they invest just because they see that their friends or their peers are investing money and then they wonder why their portfolio is not doing well the problem is you don't have a plan you don't have targets set you don't have a system that monitors what you are doing you don't have a portfolio review schedule investment is not about putting your money aside and then forgetting about it investing is also about monitoring how your investments are doing and if you don't have a plan or a strategy you are not going to succeed as an investor number 7 most investors ask others before investing their money now there is a problem here when you are asking someone else before make, before you are making an investment you are just trying to get reassurance from someone on whatever you are trying to do it means that you are not thinking independently say for example you look at a particular stock you study the stock you like that stock but for some reason you are nervous about investing in that stock so what you do is you go to your friend who is also in the stock market by the way and then you ask him about his opinion about this particular stock and he says it's a great investment the stock looks fine so you go ahead and you make the investment now the problem with this approach is that what if after you make the investment something changes in the company what if the management of the company changes what if the management takes bad decisions in the company on an operational level after you have made the investment who is going to tell you about that it is your responsibility to keep track of your investment it is your responsibility to do proper due diligence regarding an investment it is your responsibility to make an independent judgment as to whether this investment is good for you or not 
your friend is not going to come and tell you what is happening in the company moreover if you end up losing money in this company you cannot hold your friend responsible for this because you were the one who went to ask for his opinion and opinions can be right or wrong you you can't blame your friend for giving you a wrong opinion because at that time given that situation that opinion would have been correct so when you are asking someone else before investing your own money you are not taking full responsibility of that investment decision don't do that number 8 most people are outsourcing their money management a lot of people say that they don't understand anything about the markets so they just give their money to some advisor or some financial consultant and hope that they do a better job of managing their money than what they could have done themselves now there is nothing wrong with outsourcing the money management function in your life however one thing that you need to understand is that the guy who is managing your money may or may not be working in your best personal interests because there is a conflict of interest here what if the guy is managing your money to earn commissions what if the guy is adding only those products to your portfolio which benefit him personally so you need to be very selective about who you are giving your money to manage and let me tell you one thing nobody can manage your money better than you can if you invest just 30 minutes per day getting some basic financial education 30 minutes per day is more than enough to become a good investor i want you to become a smart investor such that you invest only for financial freedom i don't want you to invest for capital gains i want you to become a cash flow investor it doesn't take a lot of effort it just takes 30 minutes per day of practical financial education it is not rocket science number 9 most people believe what other investors are saying just because other investors are investing in something doesn't mean that you go out there and invest who knows probably their opinion is wrong who knows probably they have not done their due diligence correctly just because they sound smart and speak using some technical financial jargon doesn't mean that they are good investors you have to make your own independent judgment whenever you are making any kind of an investment you have to do your own due diligence you have to take full responsibility of your investments you cannot rely on the opinions of others even if you buy based on what other people are saying who is going to monitor that investment for you after you have made that investment that responsibility ultimately lies on you right so just because other people are saying that you must invest in this or that doesn't mean that you go out there and invest your money you have to take ownership of what you are doing number 10 most investors trust or i should say blindly trust tv channel experts and and fund managers now there is a big problem here there is a conflict of interest here if if i am a fund manager and if i go on a tv channel i am not going to talk negative about the funds that i am selling right i am not going to talk negative about the markets because i have clients money that i am managing if i start talking negative on national television 
all my investors will pull their money out of my funds so please understand that the opinion that you hear on tv channels can be biased to a certain extent and people who claim to be experts on tv channel may or may not be the true experts again just because a tv expert says that you have to invest in something doesn't mean that you have to invest there because again who will do the monitoring part that's that's what we have to consider what if an expert gives you a stock tip and then you invest money in that stock and then after 10 days the same expert looks at the stock and feels that the stock is not wor- worth investing is that expert going to come and tell you please pull your money out of the stock no right that is not going to happen ultimately you have to take responsibility of your investments you cannot rely on a tv channel expert or some fund manager moreover a lot of financial product companies come on tv channels to advertise their products so the opinion that they give on tv can be biased we have to stay away from biased advice we have to form our own independent opinion number 11 most people do not invest the time that is required to invest in financial education as i said earlier if you just invest 30 minutes per day in your own financial education then 30 minutes per day is equal to 15 hours in a month assuming you do it every day if we eliminate the weekends then we have around 22 days per month let's assume 20 days even if you invest 30 minutes per day for the next 20 days that's 10 hours worth of financial education in a month that's 120 hours of financial education in just one year now tell me one thing if you invest 120 hours of your time studying a particular subject would that not help you become a smart investor of course it will but people don't take that 30 minutes per day to invest in their own financial education these are people who learn their investment lessons the hard way by losing their money in the markets and even after losing their money in the markets they do not learn anything and keep investing more and more money and losing more and more money don't do that please invest 30 minutes per day in your own financial education number 12 a lot of people are confused between trading and investing they don't understand the difference between trading and investing trading is a professional skill a professional trader is not concerned about whether the stock is going up or down a professional trader can make money irrespective of whether the market is going up or down because for a trader there are financial instruments available in the market which allow him to make money either ways however an investor is someone who is a different creature an investor is someone who is looking at a particular investment and making an assessment of its investment merit an investor is looking for cash flow in the long run so trading has got more to do with buying and selling which is a professional skill and it requires a lot of training however as far as investing is concerned it is generally buy and hold you make money when you buy you don't make money when you sell as an investor but as far as trading is concerned there is constant buying and selling happening because market conditions are changing rapidly in the short term so trading is more short term and investing is more long term however in the real world what happens is that 
people do not understand the difference between trading and investing so they they start off as traders and if they trade a particular stock and the stock goes down in value suddenly they become long term investors and then they wait for the price to come up they do not cut their losses which professional traders would normally do now that that is a big problem you have to make a clear distinction between trading and investing if you feel that you are a trader then act like a trader do buying and selling and cut your losses if you have to however if you feel that you are an investor then act like an investor do your due diligence before you make any kind of an investment and once you have done your due diligence properly only then make that investment call number 13 most investors blindly invest in sips systematic investment plan an sip is a product which is not suitable for anyone and everyone if my goal is to achieve financial freedom then an sip is of no use to me because in an sip i have to keep putting money in a fund on a regular basis if money is going out of my pocket every single month how am i going to achieve financial freedom in my life right financial freedom is about passive income i want money coming into my pocket every every month i don't want money going out of my pocket every single month right so an sip is taking money out of my pocket every single month i actually need a reverse sip i want money coming coming to my pocket every single month so an sip although a good idea is not suitable for people who want to take initiative in their life and achieve financial freedom and who want to invest for cash flow they sh- they should not be getting into sips an sip is for those people who understand absolutely nothing about the world of money business and investing however i see that a lot of people are blindly investing in sip thinking that they will make money now the problem with an sip is that if the market is going up you are actually buying things as they are becoming more expensive this goes against the basic principles that rich people are following rich people wait for prices to come down and then they make their investments for example warren buffett might might wait for 5 years for the price of a stock to come down before he makes that investment decision he he would not do an sip so if the richest people in the world are not doing sips then why should we do it number 14 people do not understand the difference between money and currency people are trying to invest their money in the markets and trying to make money however what they are really trying to earn is paper currency not money there is a big difference between money and currency real money is gold and silver whereas what you are earning in the markets is called as paper currency and paper currency is something which is designed to lose value over time paper currency crashes when inflation goes up paper currency crashes whenever there is an economic crisis so all of those people who are investing frantically in the markets are trying to earn paper currency and if they do not convert their paper currency into something real like gold or silver then their wealth is at stake they think that they have wealth in the form of paper money but it's actually paper it's it's just paper currency it is just fiat currency 
it is not real wealth unless it is converted to gold and silver and most investors in the market do not understand the difference between money and currency number 15 most people do not invest in their own business see investment does not mean that you have to invest in someone else's business investment can also mean that you can invest in your own business but most people do not take the time to understand this particular concept please understand that whenever you are making any kind of an investment it is an investment in someone else's business so for example if you invest in a stock that stock represents a business which is started by someone else if you invest in a bond that bond is representing a company or an organization which is started by someone else even if you invest in a fixed deposit in a bank it is like a deal that is created by the bank for you so it is like a business deal that the bank is offering to you which the bank has created it is not something that you have created right however when you invest in your own business you have more control over your investment because it is something that you have created so you have more control over your business you have more control over your cash flow you have more control over the taxes that you are paying you have so much control when it comes to your your own business what is wrong with investing in your own business why would you invest in someone else's business i for example have a couple of businesses so whatever investments i am making i make them in my own business and if at all i want to own some stocks i i own them through my businesses i don't own them as an individual so don't miss out on this exciting opportunity create your own small business and invest as much as you can in this small business because not only will you become an entrepreneur you will also become a better investor because because you are investing in your own business you will try to grow the value of that business over a period of time number 16 most people choose to be outside investors not inside investors this is an interesting concept that i learned from my mentor robert kiyosaki there is a difference between an inside investor and an outside investor an inside investor is someone who is investing for financial freedom an inside investor is someone who has full control over his or her investments an outside investor is an investor who does not have control over his or her investments so for example if i am investing in a stock i have absolutely no control over the price or the value of that stock so i am completely out of control so i am an outside investor here however if i am investing in my business then i am an inside investor because i have full degree of control over that particular investment i can actually influence the price and value of that investment and in the long run if you want to achieve financial freedom you have to become an inside investor because you have more control you have more control over your cash flow but most people don't even know what is the difference between an inside investor and an outside investor so what happens is by default they remain as outside investors because they are investing in things that they do not or cannot control things like stocks bonds mutual funds 
fixed deposits, etc. So please understand that if you want to achieve financial freedom in your life, you will have to become an inside investor. You will have you will have to have some kind of control over your investments. Number 17, most investors rely on hope as a way to make money. If you are investing in a stock and you hope that the price of the stock goes up in the future, then there is a problem with that approach. You cannot rely on hope as a long-term investment strategy. Hoping is fine in other areas of your life. However, when it comes to the world of money, business and investing, hope is not a good strategy. You need a plan. You need backup plans. When you are making any kind of investment, after making your due diligence, you need to consider what is your best case scenario and what is your worst case scenario. You must plan beforehand what are you going to do after the best case scenario plays out or what are you going to do after the worst case scenario plays out. So either way, you are, you are mentally and emotionally ready for any kind of an event. Now that is a person who is more prepared. Whereas if you are relying on hope, then you are making an emotional decision. Trust me, if you make financial decisions emotionally, you will never make any kind of financial progress in your life. So never rely on hope. Whenever it comes to the world of money, business and investing, do proper research and due diligence before you make any kind of an investment. Weigh the pros and cons and then make the investment and also be prepared for any kind of worst case scenario that you anticipate over a period of time. Do not rely on hope. Number 18, most investors do not pay attention to the interest rate movements in the market. Warren Buffett has once said that interest rates act as gravity on assets. For example, whenever interest rates go up, the price of assets go down. On the other hand, whenever interest rates go down, the price of assets go up. So the risk when you are making any kind of investment is that interest rates start to go up. So for example, if you are investing in stocks and bonds, please understand that if the interest rates start to go up, then the value of stocks and bonds can crash. Interest rates go up when inflation in an economy goes up. Interest rates usually are controlled by central banks of the world. Whenever they see inflation in an economy go up, Whenever they see an economy overheating, they try to calm down the economy by raising the interest rates in the market. An increase in interest rates increases the borrowing costs of companies, which reduces their profit margins. And when profit margins of these companies are reduced, that is the exact time when the stock prices of these companies begin to go down in value. On the other hand, if you look at bonds, well, bonds have an inverse relationship with interest rates. When interest rates go up, bond prices go down. And when interest rates go down, bond prices go up. It is just simple bond mathematics. Now, bond mathematics is a very extensive subject. I will not cover that here. However, please understand that in general, whenever interest rates in an economy are going up, it is not good for investors. Number 19. Most investors do not give priority to wealth protection. There is a difference between wealth creation and wealth protection. I give first priority to wealth protection. My priority is to first 
protect the assets or the cash flow that I am that I already have. My second priority is to build on those assets that I already have. So for me, wealth protection is about putting my money in gold and silver so that in case there is a hyperinflation in my economy in the future, at least the value of my assets is protected. For me, wealth creation is also about starting my own businesses so that I can invest my money in my own business I can I, and I can have more control over my investments, uh, the taxes and my cash flow. So I focus more on wealth protection. As far as wealth creation is concerned, that according to me is more like a speculative adventure. I don't rely much on wealth creation. I focus all of my attention on wealth protection and cash flow enhancement because as long as I protect my assets, as long as I can protect the value of my wealth, as long as I am earning a steady cash flow from my assets, I will do well financially. Number 20, most investors invest for capital gains. They do not invest for cash flow. There are two reasons why people invest money. One is cash flow and the other one is capital gains. If your goal is to achieve financial freedom in your life, you should be investing for cash flow, not capital gains. I have explained the difference between cash flow and capital gains earlier. To earn capital gains, you have to give up control over your assets. So for example, if you buy a stock and you sell the stock to make some capital gains, yes, you made some money. However, you lost control over that asset. However, if you invest in something which is giving you cash flow month on month, every single month, why would you ever sell it? It is giving you enough income and hopefully that income is taking care of your monthly expense. If that equation becomes true in your life, then you are financially free. If you are financially free, then you have absolutely no reason to sell any assets that you own. I personally invest only in those things that give me cash flow. I am not interested in capital gains. As I said earlier, the richest people in the world are starting their own businesses. The richest people in the world, they are entrepreneurs. They don't invest their money for capital gains. They don't invest their money to, buy, to do buying and selling. They invest their money to buy and hold. They are busy creating assets. They are busy building businesses because every business is nothing but an asset, right? So you have to take the time to learn how to either create or buy an asset. If you have the money, just go out there and buy an asset and hold tight to it as long as it is giving you cash flow. However, if you don't have the money, then you will have to learn how to create an asset. Because once you create that asset, that asset will give you cash flow, not only now, but in perpetuity, if you have done a good job of managing that particular asset. Plus that asset can be passed on to your next generation and the generation after that. Please understand that we all have three resources, time, money, and energy. If you have the money, go out there and buy assets to generate cash flow. This cash flow will help you become financially free, right? However, if you don't have the money, then use your time and your energy to create your assets. I personally have invested my time and energy to create a couple of businesses because I never had any money. Now these businesses are giving me enough 
total after tax monthly passive income which takes care of my monthly expenses every single month that is why i say that i am financially free please understand that financial freedom does not mean being rich financial freedom simply means that your total monthly passive income either equals or exceeds your total monthly expense that's a simple result that i want want you to achieve in your life it will reduce a lot of headache in your life number 21 most investors ignore the tax implications of an investment as i said earlier most investors are investing as individuals well that does not give you many tax advantages however if you are investing as a business owner you get a lot of tax advantages so for example if i invest my money in starting a business then whatever revenue i am earning in the business i don't have to pay tax on that revenue i get to claim expenses as a business owner and i only have to pay tax on the profits that i am making i don't have to pay tax on the revenue that the business is generating so please understand that the tax law is not the same for employees and business owners business owners will always get the tax benefits and advantages because business owners are the ones who are creating companies they are the ones who are creating jobs in the market the government wants private business owners to create new businesses so that people get jobs the government wants to create jobs in an economy and the business owners are helping the government achieve that particular objective this is the exact reason why business owners are giving tax business owners are given tax benefits so when most investors are investing their money they are investing as individuals hence they don't get all the tax benefits however if you are investing your money as a business owner you do get the tax benefits moreover if you own stocks or bonds in in the name of your company that in, in turn increases the size or the market value of of your company because that portfolio sits on the balance sheet of your company and as the value of those investments grow in the future the value of your company or your business also grows in the future so tax is one thing but the growth in asset value is also something that needs to be considered which most people don't even think about when they are investing so basically those were the 21 mistakes that i have identified that investors are regularly making i just wanted to bring these issues to your awareness that is why i made this episode so my question to you is this which one of these mistakes are you making in your life right now and what are you going to do about it now that you have identified it let me repeat that question which one of these mistakes are you making in your life right now and what are you going to do about it now that you have identified it if you are truly serious about achieving financial freedom in your life you will put in the time to do your research i have confidence in you talking about financial freedom again i want to invite you guys to come and attend my free financial freedom masterclass in which i teach people how to escape the 9 to 5 rat race in less than 5 years the masterclass is 100% online it is free when you sign up you get all your login details and you have lifetime access to it so go ahead and claim your lifetime access to this masterclass i will put the link in the description box below here 
this master class will it will get you started on your journey towards your goal of financial independence all right guys that's it for this episode i have given you enough food for thought i hope you got value out of this this is your host rohit signing off for now i will see you same time same place next week bye for now take care thank you so much